do it. Yeah. I have ruined many a skin over depression. I'll just like, I'll set it out to thaw because it takes like a fucking day <laughs> on my bigger ones, you know? And then, you know, just never come back downstairs. And there's a meat soup. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to Whitney Has a Podcast, episode three. Today I'm here with Amber and Robert. And we are talking about taxidermy and the proper way to flesh and preserve hides. <laughs> so the last time I tried tanning a hide and I got depressed, I forgot about it and left it hanging up on a hanger in my bathroom and came back to it with little maggots inside it. I was like, fuck, and I had to toss the whole thing. Do you ever, you have that moment whenever like, you're like, oh, I can save it. I can save it. There was no saving yeah, Right. <laughs> and then you're like, eh, no, no, that's cardboard. <laughs> so how did you get into taxidermy? You don't know. You don't know. Carrying dead stuff around. Like I was telling him today, when I was five, my mom, my mom, my stepdad had went hunting, and like they brought back a bunch of squirrels, and one of the squirrels that they killed, I just took it and was like, okay, this is mine now. Aww. I'm just taking Did you it give home. It a name? Yeah, no, I didn't name it, but like, like this is mine. It was mine. I, I wanted it. I wanted it dog. stuffed, and I wanted to sleep with it. <laughs> In bed, cuddled up. How did that work out? Did your parents? They took it from me. Oh, okay. <laughs> did they get you maybe like a little stuffed squirrel to no. compensate? No, they just admitted me a few times. Like <laughs> <laughs> natural. Look, how do I get? Now it's just a clump of meat right there at the very. Chop it off. Chop, chop, chop. I've never been around taxidermy. I have never dated a girl who was in the taxidermy. Really? So you're and brand new to this. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. An outsider's opinion. Yeah. And I am just waiting for and kind of dreading the day I come home and there's just a dead coyote soup in my bathtub. Oh, yeah, for sure. I thought you were going to say something way worse. Like, <laughs> like that's nothing. Of course oh, you're going to come home to that. Do you not, does she already, do you have a, your own, like, freezer for dead stuff? Yeah. Yeah. See? Okay, that's good. That's At least it doesn't have to go in beside the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly, yeah. And, and it's, they're on their own shelf. You know, you keep them separate. You right? <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, as long as it's in a bag, it's all technically dead. <laughs> right? Yeah, sometimes you gotta put the meat with the meat. Right. And that'll work out. I try, I try to keep my mice, huh? Do you have a knife so I can cut that off? Oh, yeah. You were talking sure about if she named the squirrel. Have you named that raccoon over there? I haven't. That actually, I did not do that one. Fun story. Like, totally unrelated to. I had already been married to uh, my husband for several, like, maybe three years uh whenever I started taxidermy and uh then he was like um it it really it never really bothered him and it turns out that his father did it when he was growing up that's cool his dad uh made that and his dad passed a year or two ago and so we inherited the raccoon could you imagine like it's one thing (laughs) I love it (laughs) it's one thing when you start dating someone and they're already into it but could you imagine being married for three years and suddenly they developed a hobby and it's like now you just have to adapt right you're like okay there's just gonna be dead stuff (sighs) but he handled it he handled it really well Uh, even sometimes I was like how do I get this like how do I get this ear flap or you know there's random things will come up and and he's been able to like put on gloves and step in and 
do you want a, an apron? I have got a full workshop here, and you are acting like a... F- I'm a <laughs> You're like, I don't need nothing. <laughs> I brought I brought my skin, and I'm going to skin it now. <sighs> there is so much meat on this, I am just literally able to put my thumb and rip it off. It's disturbing. Um, I am currently skinning a, uh, a buck hide, a white-tailed deer, and... Uh, Amber, you are skinning a possum. Yep, I'm trying to anyway. I have never worked with a possum. Is it like super a, solid? They possums, when I skin this guy, they're like unlike anything else, especially in the winter, because they have so much fat that's like not even attached to anything. It's just little pockets of fat stuffed in their body, and like it was so hard to get between the fat and that muscle membrane that you're supposed to skin that with. Is- I used to know the word for that. And that is called fascia. Fascia. That is a, that's a recently new discovery uh, about the human body. Is It's spelled F-A-S-C-H-I-A. It's the thin membrane that connects our muscles to our skin. And so they have little things in yoga now. I learned this as a going through yoga training. I'm actually a, a yoga teacher as well. Oh, I used to do yoga. That means you're so flexible. I am super, yeah, but I, and I haven't even really done yoga for like a year, but it, I, I am naturally flexible. Don't whisper. Don't whisper. I'm not trying to whisper. My boss is a yoga instructor, and it's hilarious because he is like the most unhealthy guy I've ever met. Right, like, I'm super unhealthy. Like, no, no, uh, no, no, no. But he preaches to everybody about what they need to do to be healthy. Good, good. That's good. That's yeah, a good way to live your life. Yeah, like, yet every day for lunch, he goes to McDonald's, orders a double quarter pounder, <laughs> large fry, and a 10-piece chicken nugget. I feel like I'm just not doing this right now. It looks good from here. Um, it's I, I coat it with coat it with more borax. Oh, did you, have, have you put borax on it? Yeah. Hey, girl. Oh, yeah. Speaking of taxidermy, you got um, getting into it and stuff. Just kind of. Here's we we me and her looked up the price of foams last night, coming from somebody who's never been into it. God, those foams are expensive. I thought so too. I've only used one. I think my phone cost. Man, I want to say thirty bucks. Where'd you get it from, though? Mackenzie. Okay, I hopped on that site and like the. Uh, this is super sharp. The possum head phone was like a hundred bucks. Whoa! So I am pouring borax. This is twenty mule team borax. It's a detergent booster. It's a multi-purpose household cleaner, and boy, does it work great for taxidermy. Um, during flushing, it really, it's, it's almost like a, like it's like a flower in cooking terms because it's really going to soak into that meat and dry it out, and it's going to, like, come off. You should notice, like, a crazy difference between, like, <clears throat> fleshing it with and without borax. Borax and table salt are my two... Well, see, do you use iodized or non-iodized? Salt? Yeah, because the book I just, that I, I use read... Morton. <laughs> I use Morton. I use Morton iodized salt. Well, see, the book that I read said he used non-iodized salt, hmm. and I have no idea why. 
is something to look into, I will use the internet. The book that I bought is like a old homestead type where, you know, everything's done all old-fashioned. Like, damn, I did a better job skinning this than I thought I did. <laughs> Go, girl. So, um, let's see, I, I don't think I covered this. Uh, so I got into taxidermy, um, maybe, let's see, I finished my first mount a little over a year ago, and I probably did that mount within a month of starting it. Mm -hmm. So I've only been doing taxidermy for about a year and a half. Well, I guess I haven't really been doing actual taxidermy taxidermy. I've just been taking stuff I find dead and throwing it outside in the cage and seeing what happens. Mm. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do that. Um, my girlfriend did that, and her cat was dying. And I, the, the people in town, they won't, they won't stuff pets. So I said, well, it can't be that hard. So I bought a book. Uh, I started asking people for dead things. They were extremely understanding. People like get super excited about when you want dead shit, and they just start bringing <laughs> right. They're like, I've "I've had, got dead stuff." I've uh, had people's kids. What? People tell me that their kids <laughs> were like, "I want to take this to Ember." Aw. God, that Morax does get them. God, did I tell you that story about that um, that poor child I scared with her pet? How? Okay, so um, it's in the other room, but there I have a chicken. Uh, it's a rooster. It's a little bantam rooster. And what had happened was it was a taxidermy project gone awry. <laughs> I had I had cut open. I I had gutted it. Uh, everything was good. Um, I either got sick or depressed or fucking busy. I don't know. But I left too long. The neck dried out. And whenever I tried to pull the head back through, it pulled the head off. So, but it closed it off in such a way that there was no opening. It was just a very beautiful set of feathers. I'm gonna have to go get this thing. Um, anyway, the, I had already, I had left the chest, co uh, chest cavity open, so it had hardened into a, like a little bowl shape, so I filled the fucking thing with feathers, uh, bloody feathers, bloody broken eggshells, and then I made these two little demon chicken babies, chicks, two, uh, with uh, just terrifying little things <laughs> that had burst out of the cavity. Was that what was up there? Uh-huh, yes, yes, it's finished now. Um, so I was maybe, I was half done with this thing. I had just gotten high. It was midsummer, so I had the garage door open. And these kids come walking by, and I realized that that's, those are the people I got the rooster from. And so I said, hey, do you want to see your, your pet rooster? And um, yeah, I called her and her brother over, and they were like, yeah. And so I brought it out. And then it fucking hit me that this was her pet. And she was like 10 or 12, I don't know. She's like this young girl. <laughs> she, it was her pet. It was her personal pet. <laughs> and I was like, what have I done? And I, like, I was so excited. You forget when, you, yeah. when you're not doing it. You forget other people <laughs> You forget like how this. fucking scary and weird it is. Um, <laughs> not everyone's as excited. So I just came out full, but <laughs> like, look at this fucking thing. And she was like... <laughs> Oh, and like, I, I felt it in her voice. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I've done wrong. Um, and I said, okay, well, have a good day. 
and immediately text her mother and apologized. I was like, listen, <laughs> your kid is going to come back home in about 10 minutes. Uh, real sorry. That was not appropriate. <laughs> I should not have shown her. She thought it was hilarious, but I... <laughs> she was like, oh, that's great. So I was like, I think I might have scarred your child. She was like, hey. <laughs> oh, right. So, um, a while back, I asked her if she wanted me to store some of her stuff at my house just for... And um, she uh, wound up giving, like, um, well, one of the things I wound up grabbing was a gazelle head, and I took it over to my mom's house for reasons. And I forgot it there. And my dad came home from a hard week of work out of town, and he got a little bit hot, was laying in the bed. My mom saw that gazelle head, just seized the opportunity. Oh my god. <laughs> like, peeked through the door, like. Jesus Christ. Like, hey, and he's like, yes. And he just looked out there. Next thing you know, he just sees this gazelle head just slowly peek around I the, love your mom. the door. I love your mom. And he That's fucking great. My <laughs> first impression, like their first impression of me, is all of my taxidermy. Like they don't even get to know me first. They just see all the weird shit I'm into oh, first. I love it. Yes. <laughs> my sister, she's my dad. So when they finally, when they meet you, they're like, ah, oh, they've been kind of quiet. <laughs> that, that's that's that just the way my are. family is. Oh. Which is which is weird, like my because my dad collected skulls for a long time. We had all sorts of them throughout the house. We had two Ouija boards at once hanging up in the house. Try to grab that meat. I think that that's off there so much that you can just rip it. So I mean, be a beast. Like I don't know. They're they're not. My family isn't weirded out by the fact that we had two Ouija boards hanging up on display in the house. But oh god, a wet specimen kitten. Oh god, I have two of them. I told him I need to get in good with the vet tech and get all the little baby kitten abortions. Oh my god, yes. I I I do have a good friend that works at the vet, and I'm I'm still working on it. I I um I have to deliver her stuff every now and then. so the last time I came in there, I had a deer, a deer, a deer skull, and I, I came in and I, I, I was like, I really, I, I almost came in and, and held it up and said, you've got to help him, something's wrong. <laughs> Please save Bambi. You have to save him. Oh God, okay, so one of my friends, I... I love the dude to death, but he is one creepy motherfucker. He has weirded women out so bad that they never talk to me again after meeting this dude. He's my favorite of all of them. Oh, I bet. This dude, the first words out of his mouth was, I guess he found her uh, her uh, shop online. Ooh. The first thing he said to her was, hey, I got some dead stuff for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, No, I've made a lot of friends who's that's that's their first words to me. Well, um, she will be like, "Hey, you really want dead stuff?" I'm like, "Yes, we're friends now." Well, what, tell me where you live. Well, what brought this up was she said, "Save Bambi." Um, it, it made me think of that stupid Bloodhound Gang song, um, where he's talking about this girl. And he's like, "Her," she said, "Her name was Bambi," and I said, "That's ironic," because I was just thinking about skinning you like a deer. 
And it made me think of my friend. <laughs> One day people will think of me fondly when they hear that song too. So I am trying the the manual hand approach to just ripping the flesh off of this motherfucker. Because when a hunter scans a hide, they don't they don't necessarily give a shit about the fascia, they just rip. Damn shit. <laughs> I come from a family of hunters, and I've never been a hunter myself, but that has made it easier for people to understand. I would have thought my mother would under. Oh, yeah, that's the tail. I didn't cut that. Oops. podcast my husband John Price looking extra sharp tonight going to a Christmas party Do I actually bring a podcast? Yes. Oh. Sometimes I just make things up so it is conceivable that he oh, yes, thinks I'm really lying. Does. I, I lie every other thing I, I say. I think the first week we talked Yeah, you kept being very confused and I have to keep I just had to keep explaining myself. I'm like, no, no, no. No, no what's going on is she's pretending it's a podcast. No, it's, so, a, it's an no, actual podcast. No, no, no. So so she can justify talking to herself. Oh my god. <laughs> that makes more sense. Let's see now. All right. Whitney as a podcast is actually an imaginary conversation I have in my head each week. <laughs> Where I go on a journey with, with it's just me talking in voices like, no, you should not. Yeah, like, there's, oh. only, there's only one person. There's only one person. Whitney, I have uh, antipsychotics in my purse. Fantastic, <laughs> bring them out. I've got wine. See, I'm, <laughs> geez. See, I'm so good at pretending to be one person and mimicking multiple voices, I can do it at the same time. <gasps> do it, do something, do something. Oh, I was pretending to be you. Oh. <laughs> that was my impersonation of myself. <laughs> oh. So what has it been like to be married to uh, a taxidermist, John Price? Earlier we talked to Robert here, and uh, Amber has been his first foray into the world of dead things. However, your history goes further back. With, with your father. Tell me a little bit about about growing up in a household with taxidermy. Not really any different. You're the worst guest. Yeah. Have you ever asked Thaddeus about how, what it's like growing up in a household of it? Aww. Have you ever come home yeah, and seen coyote suit in your bathtub? Not a coyote suit. In the bathtub? Had deer. Okay. Uh, mountain lion. See, I told him to just get used to the fact that he might come home every now and then, and there's just this random dead animal in the tub. Have you seen uh, Lost Boys? No. Oh. My dad would like to finish some of his stuff at night whenever I was asleep. Put it up there, right next to me while I was sleeping, and it like hit me or something. <laughs> wake up with some crazy animal in my face. <laughs> I I have done I have done little um, squirrel puppet shows for Amy. Aww. Like with the little mic. Oh God! I'm the dead. The worst thing, the worst way I've ever been woke up by my family was um, we owned this motel we had, 
and um, I guess it was built back in the 50s, and there wasn't, they had found after, you know, about two decades of owning it, they found an old tornado siren stashed away. Nice. Yeah. He ran an extension cord, ran it into my room while I was still asleep, and plugged it in. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't have any of those pranks growing up as an only child, but my father would bang on the door just like repetitively <coughs> until I would get up and open it. That was his thing. So my sister's first funny. drinking party she had at the house with her friends, they all came over, got plastered, and they woke up at about four o'clock in the morning to about five strobe lights going off in a tornado siren. Because I am an asshole like that. Has Thad showed any uh, interest in your taxidermy? Yes and no. He wants to hunt. Like, he he enjoys awesome. the dead animals. Like he, he thinks it's cool. He's like, Mom, we have such a cool family. Nobody else has family like ours. Yeah. And he's like proud. That's good. That awesome. we're weird. But he wants to get into hunting. He's in a good area for it. And I would love it if he got into hunting, because then Christmas for me would be a whole lot better. <coughs> I would have more dead stuff play with. <laughs> right, I feel like I've got the main uh, large bits of meat off of this, so I'm going to sprinkle it with borax. I'll let that soak in and pull off some more. Probably sprinkle it some more too. Say like with my with previous girlfriends, it was like working at a flower shop. It was easy because I could just grab, you know, flowers that they were about to throw out, bring them, like dress them up a little bit. And I thought that was easy. Now I feel like I could just be like, oh, there's some roadkill. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always an opportunity to impress. Yeah. We passed two deer today. I wanted to pick them up so bad. Yep. Do you have a, do you have a kit in your car? No, it was his car. The last time I passed a really good, um, like, fresh kill, I wanted to get it. And I had the whole car full. Well, like, I mean... Two gigantic trash I don't cans. need a kit, though. I'll just reach down and grab it. And I it. see that, yes. Um, so we have different methods. Uh, I have I've wore respirators and eye masks before. Usually only because I have just been sprayed in the face or eyeball with goo. <laughs> and then I'm like, suddenly, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to cover everything. I have thought about making a deal with like a crime scene cleanup crew that if I can walk in to their messiest crime scene and not throw up, they should give me a job. <laughs> and I am pretty damn sure I'd win. I still get like, ugh, you know, sometimes I still get kind of like sick. I if, don't uh, if it's rotting, like if the smell's really bad or um, there's organs and they're, they're plodding around. Squirting, squirting's bad. Yeah. You should have seen me with the coyote skidding it. It had it died of internal bleeding, so it had <clears> so <throat> much blood coming out of its nose. It got everywhere. I 
Just don't bring up a skunk. No, I will. I will. I've got a skunk. I will. Skunks are awesome. I love them. Oh, dude outside. <laughs> I was just, uh, me and Ember are on a Facebook group called Vultures. Vulture culture? Vulture culture. Uh, and I was reading through the post today, and somebody had, like, got this beautiful skunk skull. And she was like, I smell awful, but I, I got it. <laughs> Fuck it. Worth it. She's like, yeah. She's like, I got the thing. So, she's like, it's my bad. Oh, well. You going out? Yep. Have a great night. They're shooting each other with the weird funky balls. The children upstairs? Yeah. Okay. Those are mine. Oh, I thought those were just kids we brought in from off the street. What is it? We found them. We thought they might. Well, I don't just pick up our kill, so. Because she picks up everything. It's a. Good night. I thought they were dead. Stopped and picked them up. That's how I ended up with one of my kittens. I thought it was dead. Stopped. Yeah, goblin. I thought it was dead. It was so scared, hunkered down onto the road that I stopped to pick it up, and he was still alive. And you were all like, well, crap. That was my lucky day. Like, God damn it, the thing's alive. Get in. <laughs> Should have just left it for another five minutes. <laughs> we were just like, you get, in the, you get in the trunk, you survive on the... You, we'll see. You know, we'll see. If, we'll see. We'll make our decision when we get home. So, I'm just going to set you in the trunk with all these bowling balls. <laughs> Soup cans. Ugh. I've always joked around that uh, I wish I could find infants. Like, you know, you hear about people. <laughs> 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 you hear about people oh. just leaving these babies and stuff on the side of the road, and I've always joked about that I wish I could be the lucky one to find one. <laughs> it would be a cold case forever. <laughs> but, um. But then, whenever you died, people would come in and they would find the remains of small Mary Jane. <laughs> Like, no, there was really a case when I lived in Wynn and worked at the tobacco shop, uh, like two miles down the road, because I lived down a country road, they found two twin babies in a suitcase. No shit. And all I could think of when I heard that was, God damn it, I was so close. Yeah, okay, the, my immediate thought was like, oh my God, that would look so cool. Yeah. But, but then, you know, morality. Baby in. fever for me looks a lot different than it does for most people. Just thinking, oh my god, the setup of that would be amazing. Oh, it would be gorgeous. Have to get just, a just, just a very, you know, the rectangle. I've got this beautiful suitcase that I'm waiting to put something in. And, <laughs> you have it right? I should shut up. <laughs> now we can't post this. <laughs> we made it. We made it 25 minutes, and then, then you had to go and talk about murder. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm still gonna post. It. I was about to say we're gonna piss off a whole bunch of people. This is the test. My, I mean, you my last gonna... episode was like me and a dude getting high and talking about Tinder. So oh, it's not, God. it's not like on the fast track. It's, uh, it's for people a little more laid back about free form pornography. Uh, so tune in next week or month, whenever I get around to doing this again uh, and being weird with uh, people I love. And making weird shit happen. <laughs> this has been Winnie has a podcast. Uh, good night. <laughs>